Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. A budding novelist and her film director husband, Kelly and Jeff, and their two-year-old son live in it peaceful existence in Chicago, but when Jeff's irresponsible younger sister, Jenny, comes to live with them after, the, after a breakup, uh, things start to change. In Happy Christmas, writer, director, actor, Joe Swanberg, uh, explores both sibling relationships and the choices women face in young families. Using a unique improvisational technique, he delivers a fascinating, engaging, and funny film. And that is Happy Christmas. Uh, Joe Swanberg, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, tell me a little bit about where the origins of this story came from. Well, it's um, it's based a lot on my conversations that my wife and I were having after the birth of our son and, you know, complications that we were dealing with as as artists and new parents. And especially from, you know, my wife's side, who, due to our circumstance at the time, uh, where I could make a little bit of money, I sort of, you know, we adopted these very uh, traditional gender roles. You know, I became the breadwinner, and she became a stay-at-home mom, and uh, neither of us really related to that. You know, we we both sort of uh, had spent the last decade being independent filmmakers living in the city, and suddenly we felt like uh, you know, this 1950s version of us. and um, But, you know, it was really challenging, especially for my wife, who, you know, just felt a lot of cultural pressure mm-hmm. um, as a woman to kind of be more than a stay-at-home mom. You know, she sort of felt like that, mm-hmm. uh, saying that that's what she was doing was admitting some kind of defeat or, you know, was embarrassing to... Uh, acknowledge and but at the same time you know feeling like she couldn't really wasn't allowed to complain about that Mm -hmm. because motherhood is supposed to be this totally beautiful natural love overflowing kind of thing and so you know I was just noticing that uh, in many regards she was suffering silently and uh, you know I was kind of also silently freaking out about suddenly being in this position where I had to provide for my family. And um, so, you know, I wanted to put that on screen. I wanted to have these, uh, an outlet for these conversations because I believe in, in the power of movies to spark dialogue. And, uh, you know, I feel like it would have been helpful for us in our relationship if we had seen a movie like this to maybe start the conversation about, uh, giving my wife more time to work, for instance, and, you know, just finding ways to acknowledge that we both were having a hard time and that, you know, we could help each other through that hard time and that, you know, we could talk about this. Well, one of the great things about uh, Happy Christmas is, in addition to these internal struggles that within the the, uh, context of your relationship with your wife, uh, you also uh, introduce members of the of your immediate family. Your sister comes to stay with you, uh, and that always, it, no matter what the circumstances are, that tends to inject a whole other dynamic into a situation. And 
that is obviously a big part of this film. Um, my understanding from reading a little bit about the film is that you had a situation similar, but not not really the same situation in your own life, and and that may have been a part of this process as well. Absolutely, yeah. My my, you know, when my son was very little, and my wife and I bought our house, my brother was moving to Chicago, and we felt like, you know, we could be helpful to him by giving him a rent-free place to live while he found a job in an apartment and that he could kind of step up and help us with the baby and and you know for the most part it was great i mean yeah. i'm i'm basing anna's character in the movie on my brother but you know she's she's a more extreme version of that it's it's kind of um uh condensed and wor- you know the worst the worst hits of uh yeah. my brother's time with us but you know, it, it really was an interesting feeling of, of being, you know, starting our own family and then suddenly having somebody else in our lives. And especially with it being a sibling, you know, to really uh, my relationship to my brother is very different, obviously, than my wife's because I grew up with him and I've known him my whole life. So I, I had fun in the movie kind of playing with those dynamics and um, the way my character reacts to Jenny's presence in the house in the way my wife's character does. Yeah, and without without trying to make this uh, too psychoanalytical uh, from my <laughs> from my point of view, and and that is, uh, you know, it is interesting to in, when you when uh, a sibling it, you, when you get to a certain point in your life in your twenties in your late twenties early thirties and and beyond when your your siblings are back in your life, they're a, they're a completely formed human being and. And you're not the same people you were when you were running around the house in your underwear That's at right. five and six years That's old. So, right. so it's 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 like a new a, a new person and not a new person, but a, a, a whole another entity being in your life uh, that yeah. you don't quite know. Very very familiar stranger in a way, and 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 I right. this and that's one of the I think what you convey very well in uh, in Happy Christmas is yeah, that, that it's, dynamic. It's, it's interesting because what I was hoping to show is that. Because Jenny and I, you know, the character of Jenny and my character grew up together, in a way, my view of her is always going to be trapped in this little sister kind of dynamic. And um, and my wife's character is actually, you know, in a way, has a more honest assessment of her, for better or worse, because she's able to see her as an independent adult. And I do think that those, you know, just those family bonds and that kind of familiarity... Um, sometimes can be incredibly safe feeling and nurturing, but other times, you know, you get trapped into roles within your family that, that maybe you've outgrown. Yeah, it really felt familiar to me, uh, just as someone who, again, I'm at a point in my life where my, my siblings, I have three sisters, and they're just, they're different. And, and I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know as much about them uh, as I probably should. And when we're around yeah. each other for an extended period of time, there is a certain level of uncomfortable familiarity, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> and um, so, and in this, there's a couple of great scenes, and I want to talk about the one in particular uh, that I think really is where the movie sort of pivots. But I also want to talk about this fantastic cast of people that you brought in to, to, to be a part of this. Um, I have been in love with uh, Melanie Linsky since uh, Hello, I Must Be Going. I, uh, yeah. I thought she was just fantastic in that film 
and I'm so glad to see her in another role where I think she gets a, a real opportunity to showcase her talent. Um, yeah, she's amazing. You know, I, I met her during the casting process for my my previous film, Drinking Buddies, and I didn't have a part for her in that movie, but I really liked her and, and you know, was already a fan of her work. So, uh, you know, the second I met her and I realized that I wasn't going to be able to give her a role in Drinking Buddies, I just started thinking, you know, what other movie can I make with her? I, I just think she's so good. She she is, and and she she continues to be. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Anna Kendrick, a lot of people obviously know her from Up in the Air and uh, Pitch Perfect, and she's been in a lot of things. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, she was in um, one of your your she was in pre- Drinking Buddies as well. Yeah, um, she was. That seemed to be kind of a this reading over some of the material on Happy Christmas. Drinking Buddies seems to be a crossroads for for in in your in working with Ben Richardson, working with. And uh, there's a lot of intersection between Drinking Buddies and this film. Is that did you find that to be the case? It is, and behind the scenes too. My my sound department from Drinking Buddies came and worked on Happy Christmas. Some of Ben's camera team from Drinking Buddies came over to work on Happy Christmas. So, yeah. you know, it's really uh, in a way a chance to to go back to some of the smaller methods that I had used in earlier movies with a really tiny crew and, you know, kind of people wearing their own clothes and shooting in apartments and things like that. But, you know, to try and take the professional crew from Drinking Buddies and and see, you know, how that would change the dynamic on on a kind of a a quick small shoot. Yeah, a kind of a, a a case of getting the band back together in a, in some ways. It, it just De- feels definitely. And I, I shot another movie in the spring that that a lot of this team also carried over to. So I'm trying, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to put my company together and and sort of have this rolling uh, this rolling touring company so that we can just keep making movies. And I find that so so. It's one of the things I love about independent filmmakers, generally speaking. Uh, many of them. Uh, surround themselves with a cadre of you know familiar people, especially on the technical side, that they are com- comfortable with. And obviously, with Ben uh, working on Drinking Buddies, you you he knew your style, and he worked I thought exceptionally well in this film. And everything that he shot in that is just uh, and it's just great. It 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 carries forward the spirit of the film, but we get all the information we need in, in as well. It was a single camera on some of these. A lot of the it is. Yeah. It is. It's single camera and it's entirely handheld. Yeah. And, you know, that was a choice Ben and I went back and forth on. But, you know, ultimately we arrived at the feeling that, that Ben could bring um, a lot of flexibility and emotion if he was holding the camera. And, you know, because of the improvised nature of the dialogue, he can really follow action and be where he wants to be at a moment's notice rather than, than feeling... Uh, locked down on tripods or a dolly, so yeah. so we we went with that, and then we embraced that um, that kind of you know home movieish handheld aesthetic, and you know it's such a warm. I hoped I wanted to make a really warm kind of cozy feeling movie, and so the decision to shoot on on super sixteen millimeter and and to go with this kind of handheld look uh, really for me roots the movie in a tradition of independent films that were the kinds of movies that made me want to be a filmmaker. I, I was going to say something similar to that, uh, and I know how this may sound. I hope it doesn't come off too badly, but this is the kind of movie, <laughs> I, this is the, exactly the kind of movie I want to make. 
I mean, this is, you know, people that obviously this feels like a real labor of love among the people that were involved. Uh, you can see it on the screen. It comes across that way in their performances. And uh, I love the look. I just love this, the, the look that you were able to get in this. Um, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Joe Swanberg, and he's the director of Happy Christmas. comes out today. It opens at the New Art Theater here in Los Angeles. And if you go to the... Um, the website, the uh, filmschoolradio.com website, you can see what's opening at four or five other theaters to, today, as well as rolling out across the country, and they can find out more about it at uh, Magnolia Pictures. So if they go to magfilm.com, if I got that right, I think that's right, magfilm.com. I am not sure, Matt. Uh, yeah, Mag yeah. Pictures, maybe? Mag, Mag Pictures, my bad. You're right. You are right. <laughs> my, I'm sorry. I, I didn't sound quite right. I apologize. Magpictures.com, and uh, it is there. You can find out uh, other places it will be rolling out across the country. Um, getting back, again, sort of to the to the uh, the cast, uh, uh, Mark Weber, who is also a filmmaker, uh, was plays the part uh, um, of Kevin, uh, and he's a, he's sort of the, the friend of the family and babysitter. And, yeah. and he's a filmmaker, and you're also obviously cast as uh, the husband in this. Um, what uh, what was there it, working with Mark? I mean, you had a number of filmmakers. Your wife, obviously, a filmmaker uh, around the set. Uh, is that is that a help? Is it something you look for out of from advice from them? Is that how does that kind of? Um... Um, it is always helpful, and also Lena Dunham, who acts yes. in this movie, is the director as well. Yes. Yeah, you yes, know, right. it's, it, I, I have historically tended to cast a lot of directors as actors in my movies. You know, I find that on a really small, low-budget movie, it's very helpful um, to have people around who are used to the same kind of problem-solving challenges that a filmmaker is, and. I don't know. There's, you know, I find that directors have a kind of inherent storytelling sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you roll the camera, they tend to know how long a scene should feel and how, you know, where the camera is and how that's going to work in terms of editing. And, you know, it's just there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun, helpful aspects to it. And and you know, because of the way that I work, where we really are collaboratively kind of putting this movie together and solving a lot of the problems together, um, I find it nice to have some camaraderie there and, and some spirit on set that, you know, everyone's capable of doing a lot of different jobs. Yeah. Yes. And Lena Dunham, absolutely. And she's fantastic. <laughs> Just really, the cast is, it's a funny movie, but there are also. You know, all along the way, uh, you're you're really getting some uh, as drama is not the word I'm looking for. You're you're getting some very valuable insights into these characters along the way and and it, throughout it. And I love Lena's uh, role in this uh, as sort of a friend of of Jenny, who's sort of an old college friend, and she uh, she's an instrumental part of uh, when I mentioned earlier. It was a very key scene when. Um, when Kelly and Jenny and Carson are down in the tiki room, uh, yeah. and they're talking about basically um, uh, Melanie Linsky's character of Kelly is talking about the challenges of being a mom when she's a she's a novelist, an artist, and trying to figure out figure out how this is going to work. And the and the dialogue between the three women is just fantastic. It's just a great scene, uh, and it seems absolutely spot on, truthful to to them and to their characters. Um, was that? Well, thank you. Yeah. Was was that what you saw this? I, I obviously you saw this as a very important part in telling the story. 
Uh, tell me a little bit about when in, what went into making that scene and how it worked. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a big, that scene was a big reason for, for wanting to do the movie, you know, kind of having a chance to put that on screen. So, um, so Melanie talked a lot with my wife, Chris, and, and also talked with a lot of her friends who had kids and were artists and, and were going through a lot of the same struggles. And then, you know, I think with, with, Anna and Lena, I wanted them to bring a younger perspective to that, you know, a, a, a pro-feminist and supportive perspective, but also they just are not there in their own lives. And so, um, you know, like, uh, you know, often how I work, I mean, we, we talked about it and I told them what I was hoping to get out of the scene and how I how I sort of ideally felt like it would go. But then I leave a lot of that up to them and you know, Ben just followed them with the camera, and they they talked for a long time, and then I edited it down into what felt to me like the the truest and kind of most universal aspects of that struggle. But it was a really fun scene to shoot, and it really uh, it's really nice as a filmmaker to have three uh, really intelligent, talented women talking together. You know, it's it it. It's a pleasure for me to shoot something like that and edit it, and um, and I get to learn a lot from it. Yeah, and as a testament to their intelligence that you just uh, talked about, uh, this is these uh, throughout this film. Um, I, my understanding is you had outlines for scenes and and uh, plot points. I assume to get to, but along the way, uh, the very improvisational um, way of going about it. And again, to their credit, it just felt. Just, just there's so many things about this scene. Uh, the, the the acting itself, uh, uh, the mannerisms, the 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 interaction, and all of it, and uh, it really feels like um, great acting. And 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 so I, I, you know, one of the things I'm sorry, I'm sort of, it's just a really, and there's a couple of other scenes along the way. Um, but one of the things I truly appreciate about Happy Christmas and the way you went about this is it, it's easily about you. Your your character and your wife. It could ease, and it is. The film is about yeah. you, uh, as plays the part of Jeff and and of Kelly and their struggles to to raise a family and 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 very communicative couple. But it subtly but very distinctly changes at it, it, various points in the film to about these women and particularly about uh, Jenny and Kelly. Yeah, and and just seamlessly goes back and forth between those two dynamics. Um, and I just applaud you because it's so often that you know t films tend to center on you know on very little in terms of uh, you know the the amount of I'm, I'm stumbling here a little bit, but it's nice to see this to be able to yeah. to, to, to go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean thank you. It's it's really um, it's it was fun for me to try and incorporate a lot of different perspectives and and yeah. to kind of take these characters and then. Uh, play them off of each other in in yeah. different ways. So you know, you occasionally get to see Jeff and Kelly and Jenny together, but you know, often you get uh, some version of a twosome. So it's either you know me and my wife talking, it's me and my sister talking, or it's my wife and my sister talking. And those dynamics are very different. And so I think there's for me there's a lot of fun in seeing how the same character behaves really differently around different people. Yeah. yeah. And, um, before I let you get out of here, I, uh, first of all, I want to remind our listeners, once again, we're speaking with uh, Joe Swanberg, and the film is called 
Happy Christmas. It opens today at the New Art Theater in Los Angeles and across the country, rolling out over the next uh, few weeks. And also available um, on a number of platforms, uh, DOV platforms, I believe. Uh, is it on iTunes as of? It is. It's on. Yeah, it's on iTunes and Amazon and Xbox and and cable VOD too. Yeah, Magnolia uh, does a great job making these films accessible to people. Yeah, multi-platform. Um, the uh, I, I would, and I'd also I think you might want to be filling out those application forms for best supporting actor for. This uh, up-and-coming actor Jude Swanberg, I, I, thought he was, <laughs> I thought thought he was just fantastic. What a breakout role for him! Um, yeah, that's right. I, I, yeah, I accidentally <laughs> uh, turned him into a little movie star. He he is really charming. I mean, honestly, there are just some scenes with him. He seem I don't. I'm sure he's used to seeing cameras around your house. So maybe that he is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, he. You know, my wife and I are both filmmakers, so it's the family business as far as he's concerned. But. Uh, but yeah, he had just turned two at the time, so it, you know it's still unclear to me how much he was aware of and how much he was just being a two-year-old. But there are, you know, there were takes where he did the same thing multiple times in a row, and only when the camera was rolling. So I don't know, maybe maybe there's uh, maybe he's just a natural little performer. Oh, I'll tell you the scene. One of my favorites. He does a couple of things: the stuffing of the Cheerios, and then I, I just love the scene where he's he's um, kind of mashing up the paper before he hands it to you. I think that was just absolute. That seemed like he was playing to the camera to me, honestly. I know, yeah, it, it, it's really funny. I mean, his, his mannerisms have what you could only call comic timing to them. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say other than I, I was sitting there getting a kick out of it myself, and uh, and editing the movie was just really hilarious to realize that, you know, all of his scenes were, were working in that way, and then he's just such a funny little guy. I think that's a great way to put it. He is a funny little guy. He's really, he's a natural. Um, and also, <laughs> I think the soundtrack is wonderful, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Joe, am I saying this right, Joel Almey? Is that yeah. Him? Yeah, he gets the lion's share of the music in, in, in the film and certainly one of the, the pivotal song, I think, it's safe to say, in the film. And uh, it's a great soundtrack. It's a really, this is such a fun film. It is really engaging, like I said, engaging and entertaining and, Funny and and just a God, it's just you did a great job, Joe, and I, I'm I'm thrilled that you, you. Were, that you were able to find some time. I'll just point out real quickly, Rotten Tomatoes. It's what 94 percent. I mean, it, it's a uh, you know, it's it's the best reviewed film of this week, and probably one of the <laughs> best, best reviewed films of the of the year. It, it's uh, it is. Uh, I'm just because people do go to Rotten Tomatoes and they say, oh, what should I see and um, and I, I want to make sure they they do because um, they'll they will be entertained by this. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on film school. Thank you so much. Yeah, nice to talk to you, and, and thanks for watching the movie. And uh, yeah. and yeah, hopefully uh, we'll talk again with the next one. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah, Take my care. pleasure. Take care. All right, you too. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 